But then there's the worst kind. And these are the type of people that I've had the displeasure of having in my life at certain stages and periods due to certain circumstances and changes in careers of either me, the wife or someone else that actually pretends to admire you and um, you tend to think that they're doing quite well but then in the back of their head they actually inadvertently jealous and they would actually try and sabotage your success more than actually build you up you just mentioned something extremely important and profound that the people that you do surround yourself with whether they're on the same success level as you but driving and aspiring to be better or whether they're more successful and can hopefully pull you up they don't have any jealousy or feeling of i have to be better than you Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. All right, what's up everyone? Welcome back to the Real Life Tips podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys all here back with us. I am your host Mono. You're joined by Leon as usual, episode 19. Welcome back everyone. So stoked as usual to be here and Tonight, we're actually having a conversation while Marnie's got a blackout again. Hey, Marnie, tell us about your <laughs> ambiance there. I see it's nice and moody from where you're calling in. You know what? It feels like this is just becoming the norm now for me. So, yeah, I'm actually settling in quite nicely. I think I've got enough power banks to power me through the night. So, yeah, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go for round two. <laughs> yeah, well, we seem to be doing quite well, uh, power banks and all. So... No problem. It's a sign of dedication. We're here to bring you entertainment and hopefully some wise uh, facts and words and research and stuff like that. So come hell or high water, lockdowns or no lockdowns, load shedding or no load shedding. We're here to preach, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so stoked to be back, Leanne. We've got a very, very interesting topic that we want to share with uh, with you guys in the audience here today, once again, as we always do. And Leon, I don't know, do you want to give us a quick introduction as to what the topic is for tonight or today, if you're listening to this in the day, uh, and what the audience can expect? Yeah, sure. So tonight's topic is actually something that sounds quite um, familiar to a lot of you, and I think a lot of people once again will relate to this. And it's got to do with the people that you surround yourself with and how that influences your life, your achievements, your aspirations, your self-motivation, your career choices, your relationship, everything. And it's been factually proven um, by so many different people that you're actually the sum of the people that you actually spend the most time with and that you surround yourself with. So tonight we're actually going to talk about that a little bit and explain in a little bit more depth why this actually occurs and share some personal insights as well. This is specifically something that I've realized throughout my life. I've had huge ups and downs from, you know, being a very very academic learner in primary school to almost you know scraping through on my marks in high school to being quite a good varsity student but then messing with the wrong people and then finding a career and then going into the wrong you know relationship with girlfriends and then finding the right person and you know so it's really really been an up and down journey and for every single part of those journeys 
I had different people that I was surrounded around or that surrounded me. And it came to me only later in life that, oh, wow, you really are quite uh, influent. You're quite an influenceable being, if that's a word. And it, you know, subliminally without realizing the people that you spend the most time with, you know, they instill some sort of um, change or motivation or characteristical traits or even some hobbies came from friends that are, it wasn't my own initiatives and stuff to, to start playing golf and things like that. So that's pretty much what we're going to talk about. I mean, we're going to dive in a lot deeper here. I think we can throw this thing on its head, Marnu, um, and start with the bad. Let's get the bad out the way. So we're going to spend a couple minutes just talking about how this can be a dreadful uh, thing. I've already touched on it a little bit with my high school experience. But yeah, Marne, I know that you've also made some crazy bad decisions in your life and that maybe that was not all of your own making. So take us through that. Yeah, I think it's going to be such a such a good topic to touch on, Leon, because I think we've all, pro or at least most of us by now, have come across this saying, you know, we're all surrounded by influence and there's so much influence and impact that, you know, people or things or, you know, friends or family can have on our lives and basically mm -hmm. on the decisions that we make. And now, I mean, we've spoken about this earlier as well in one of our previous episodes with regards to you know, just what an impact mobile devices can have on us and social media and the digital age that we're living in. So this influence coming from so many different places, but uh, I think we hardly ever look at ourselves and look at our lives and look at our situations and the people that we hang out with and ask ourselves, you know, are we getting, are we influenced by the correct people or at least by a, a good set of people that are setting good principles, good values and uh, good morals forth into our lives as well. And yeah, so I think absolutely, Leon, it's going to be very, very insightful mm. uh, just to just to once again elaborate on some of our experiences, but also some of the research as we always do and uh, basically bring it back to you know, a real life tip that we can leave with our audience here today. So as you mentioned, starting off with the bad side of things, I think there are so many, uh, just as we're doing the introduction here, I think each and every one of our audience members here today can at least think of one person. Just narrow it down to one person that has had a massive negative influence on you. Perhaps it was you know, a childhood experience or perhaps in, in high school or college or varsity or even you know, in your workplace as well. But we get influenced by people's opinions. We get influenced by the way that people act, you know, the things that they do and I think a very large portion of that is attributed to the fact you know, of this belonging that we spoke of as well. So belonging just really feeds the power of the influence that people will have on your life purely because you want to belong. You want to fit into a specific group of people or you're challenged by a group that has opposite values or principles than you have and you keep trying to prove them wrong. Either way, that has an influence on you as well. So I can actually think of a couple of them, you know, and... Uh, I always prided myself in the fact that I was quite a goody two-shoes in school, you know, mainly primary school. Um, but absolutely, once you get, get into high school and you get surrounded by, you know, a bunch of different people who have different sets of values or, or, or you know, life goals or uh, principles that they or characteristics that they live according to, 
they absolutely can have a massive, massive negative impact on you. I mean, the goody two shoes that I was in primary school, I think we can all relate to, is not the goody two shoes yeah. uh, that entered high school or that passed through high school or that passed through matric. So, and, and the same probably goes for varsity and college. I mean, like, I don't, I've never had those experiences, so I wouldn't really know, but absolutely, 100%, people can change the way that you would typically respond mm to a specific situation and they can do that in the slightest of ways without you even realizing and that's i think the the power behind this thought process and we're going to extrapolate this entire thought here tonight so that we don't just look at a quote and say all right great guys remember this quote but what we really want to do is break it down so that we can understand it better so we can actually process it better and again to share that knowledge with you guys here tonight 100%. So actually, just to just to touch a little bit more on the bad um, aspect before we dive into what the better way should be to actually uh, gain inspiration from others and, you know, starting to surround yourself with better people. Um, there was actually a study performed by Nicholas Christakis and James Fowler. Um, I'll make sure that we um, just cite this study um, in the show notes. What these guys did is they actually did a major study on the breadth of social influence and how that actually influences people. And um, again, unknowingly, completely unknowingly, this is all subliminal, either imagery or data or something that your brain absorbs without you realizing it's actually changing your perceptions it's changing your behavior it could be changing your norms and what they actually did is they examined a data set um, from the Framingham Heart study and one of the it's one of the largest and longest running health studies ever um, I think some of you have actually heard about this study before it's like over 100 years or something that this study has been going on for and what they did is they actually did a study on obesity and they had a look at if you have a friend of a friend on Facebook, for example, I, they didn't actually cite, um, you know, specific social media platforms, but they actually just spoke about social media in general. If you had a friend of a friend that struggled from obesity, the likelihood of you becoming obese um, increased by about 20%. And this, again, is a very, very wide, very long study. So the the um, let's call it the sampling that was done here is enough to prove the fact that um, it's not due to circumstantial events. It's not due to maybe social um, social economic status of a specific country or an area or anything like that, or maybe a specific country where obesity is quite normal. And they actually did further than that. It's and this again, this is not even just your friend. This is a friend of a friend. Then they went further and said, even if your friend of a friend of a friend's uh, is obese or struggles from obesity, you still have a 10% more likelihood uh, to become obese yourself. And again, this study, and again, this is focusing a lot on the negative, but I think the positive will be exactly the same result. Um, they, they couldn't really point it down to one specific reason why, apart from just saying that it would be norms. Your norms start changing. As soon as you start you know, surrounding yourself with those people and those people become part of your inner world, which means you spend time with them regularly, that is, and that uh, grows what we call norms. It becomes your regular, normal 
part of life and things that you know as normal in life which means you don't see obesity as such a big problem anymore. And when people just eat a lot of, for example, um, bad foods or fast foods or, or whatever, you start seeing that as normal. And but, yeah, lo and behold, you open yourself to becoming more likely to be obese as well. I just found this study extremely, extremely interesting. Um, I, I, it's Honestly, I would have never, ever thought that it extends that severely and that far myself um, and again this is one of the studies done to kind of prove that you're not necessarily the average of the five people you surround yourself with but also the people that they surround themselves with um, because they once again got influenced by their inner circles so again yeah. this was a, this was a study that we'll recite at the bottom in the show notes and i'll sh uh, we'll share this with you as well it's a really really good read and again based upon a lot of very very long studies that were done so very very interesting stuff but anyways let's flip the coin let's start talking about the better side of this so Obviously, yes, we all understand that you can get bad influences. I know that very, very well. I've went through maybe two very bad crises in my life, one in high school, one just after varsity. And when I look back, I thought that it was purely circumstantial and that it was because of a lot of things in life that happened to me at that time. But it wasn't necessarily things that happened to me. It was just um, people that I surrounded with that ensured that certain circumstances would occur. And the more I realized that later on, I could actually draw the conclusions and say, listen, there's some bad people in my life that's dragging me down. And lo and behold, as soon as I cut them loose or cut them out of my life, that specific bad portion of my life completely goes away. Because People generally have good morals and compass, moral compasses, so they know when stuff is not good or bad. There's absolutely no drug addict in the world that's going to tell you what they're doing is the right thing. Uh, they all know it's bad. It's just the addiction is too too terrible to overcome. So they all know it's bad. So I obviously, as soon as I just cut the influence loose, luckily having not indulged yet, um, the whole problem went away. So when it comes to um, being influenced by your inner circle, let's call it just your circle, 100% um, the better you can get that circle is actually going to have a very, very positive impact. Um, Martin, take us through that a little bit to start off with. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and I fully agree with that. I can actually relate to, to a lot of that, Leon, because... If I had to use an example of my own life just to get into you know, the how you get influenced by others and, and a lot of the times you don't necessarily see it in that moment as a bad thing and all that but you know, you come, you've come to know me when I was not necessarily still in this phase but you know, still progressing through this phase of my life. Uh, you know, but it it all started in high school, right? You surround yourself with a certain group of friends, and I think a lot of us have probably been in a similar situation as well. But I myself, I went through this. You know, people called it the emo phase. You know, you listen to heavy metal music, you grow your hair really long. Uh, if you want to take it to the extreme, some guys actually paint their nails and all that. I didn't go as far as that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's you know, people call it phases, people call it whatever they want. Uh, parents don't necessarily understand it. 
because you're going through this really difficult transformation of trying to fit in with your friend group or you know they influence you in ways and shapes and forms and all that now i was never really sad about life or you know never really had suicidal thoughts or anything but that was sort of like the whole vibe that was going around in this like metal heavy metal groups that i hung out with and these these kids that i hung out with that you might have actually experienced a lot of trauma in their childhoods as well mm. that might have actually you know led them to suicidal thoughts and all that but the point is absolutely leon it can have you know, a very negative effect on your life in that sense but you're flipping it around as well is that specific transformation that i went through didn't necessarily have a negative influence on my life at all but it absolutely did have an impact on my life. I mean, it, it changed the way that I presented myself to others. It changed the, the the hobbies that I have that I now still even have to this day. You know, playing guitar, listening to heavy metal music is still my thing. It's become part of my personality. And the reason I'm telling you this is purely because if you have a look at the power that that had over my life at that young age, I think changing it and flipping it over and saying, you know, this can actually be reinforced as a good influence on your life by surrounding yourself with not necessarily to say that those friends were bad. I mean, a lot of them were the best mates that I you know, still have to this day. But flipping that around and saying, how can I surround myself with people that have the same values, the same principles, the same more or less goals that I want to achieve in life, who can empower me and motivate me to actually be a better version of myself every day, to actually go and accomplish those goals, right? So something interesting along those lines that I also came across uh, at some point in my life is the saying, and I'm going to paraphrase here, right? But it went something like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Always strive to be around people who you feel or who you deem could be a mentor or should be a mentor in your life. And then always try and learn from those people. And that's sort of the the positive light of things and how you're surrounding yourself with the right kind of people would positively influence your life in the minutest yeah. and tiniest little ways. So yeah, I love this study, Leanne. By the way, really, really love that. I want to go and have a look at that. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. It was actually really a different angle on the topic. But, you know, the the fact that people influence you and that actually eventually makes up your life is, is really, really um, important to know. And I think the earlier you can re- the earlier that you can realize this, the better for you for future uh, gain. We tend to think that we're the making of ourselves and our own successes. And you know, that's a very, very heavy task. And it's exceptionally difficult to just completely reach that by yourself. There's no way that you can be a solo person in this world, completely isolated from other beings, and reach the same potential than you would with a group of friends that inspire, motivate, and drive you. And at the end of the day, that's what this whole topic is about. I mean, if you think about the book... um, How can I forget it now? Sorry, Uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad from Robert Kiyosaki. I think everyone listening has heard or at least read the book before. Really, really great read. Um, He decided, so his own dad was poor and um, he decided to um, start working for a a rich man. And what he basically did is for a lot of time that he spent with this rich man and this rich man gave him the tough way to the top honestly he didn't hand him like a golden key and say listen this is exactly how you're going to be and again again we're talking about financial success now because that obviously formulates a huge part of what people um, you know consider success 
Um, and he actually made him graft for no money. He taught him so many life skills and life lessons that inevitably made him more successful, completely without giving him any specific hard skills. It was all mostly soft skills and it was all mostly concept driven into him that it becomes a behavior and cultural thing. And that actually drove him to success. It's very, very similar. And again, that is also, that was the one person that he surrounded himself with. Hence the reason it, it was such an extreme form of um, superiority and, and financial success that there was no way that you could not learn something from that person and not be more successful than what he quotes as his poor dad in the book. It's very much the same. I mean, if I think about it in my first career job, so I'm not talking about waitering and stuff that I did during high school and those kind of things. My first proper career job, I landed a job. It doesn't really matter how much I made. Let's just say it was very, very low, <laughs> low money. And um, I had a, you know, just completed and, um, you know, graduated from varsity. So I obviously expected to walk in with a fair decent amount of paycheck at the end of the month. Lo and behold, um, you know, seven or eight different interviews later, I landed a job and it wasn't that great. What happened at this place, and again, I'm just telling and taking you through the story because I believe there's so many of you listening now that's sitting in that position right now. And I started forming friends. I'm quite a social person. I immediately got on with the people, became like family to me, and we started going out together. We started um, being house friends and coming over to each other's places, which basically meant that they become for a very long time, almost four to five years they were my five people and maybe one or two more or less depending on when and how they showed up and whether they got fired from the company and maybe if there's new recruits that started but basically that company and the people there became the people that i spent the most time with out of just default because you spend eight hours a day in the organization um, mm. So you actually spend more time with these people than you do with family um, at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah. And I mean, that honestly started shaping me. And what I didn't notice at the time is the organization that I was working for is, let's call them a small tier organization without trying to be demeaning in any sort of way. But they were not a huge company where you go to acquire huge financial um, success or career success. It's a very good starting position. The problem is that everyone there was in that position. So I didn't really grow much. And mm -hmm. I, I didn't see it as a problem because all my mates would pretty much go to the same places I would go. We'll drink the same drinks. We'll have the same food. We'll do the same excursions over weekend. We'll do the same kind of, you know, movie nights, all that kind of stuff. So you don't really realize, wow, there's more. Like there's a, there's people my age that have like bought the, their first apartment or, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. And again, I think a lot of this conversation is going to talk about financial success. We'll get into more deeper relationship and other stuff later. But I very soon realized that, listen, Actually, the way that I realized it is that one of the products that I was backing, I had the um, opportunity to spend some time with that vendor themselves. And I started realizing how the people that work at the vendor had life. And they were, some of them younger than me. <laughs> I mean, they were really, really employing smart, uh, young individuals. And these guys were probably making three times the money I was making at the time. 
And um, lo and behold, fast forward a few years, I did my best to get into that business and I did. And I can't tell you how much of a rude awakening it was the first time that I realized that, wow, you know, for the same skills that I had a day ago, I'm actually worth so much more. And just mm -hmm. purely out of being stuck in an environment with people and friends, which I'm still friends with today, but they've also moved on. They came to the same realization. Um, you got so indoctrinated by the fact that this is normal. This is how life is. And we're doing great. We're having fun. We, it's not like life sucked. It's just that, mm -hmm. wow, there was more out there. And you don't see it because you've got tunnel vision. So absolutely starting at my second career, um, that just opened up the sky to me. And that's when I realized, wow, you, you know, it's not an age thing. It's not who you know. It's not um, brain power or skills. It's a combination of everything and everyone that you surround you with. It's actually going to propel you forward and a bit of luck, of course. Yeah, so um, I think that yeah. that's actually on on a on a personal level as well as on a financial level, right? So sorry, Leon, I just wanted to say as well that that actually reminds me of 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 something that I realized as I progressed through my career as well. And I mean, one hundred percent, you're talking about building a sense of normalcy, something that is normal mm. in your everyday life or based on past experiences and all that. And then once you you know get entrenched in this new position or this new uh, organization that you're working for or this new friend group that you're hanging out with, all of a sudden, financially as well, you you start seeing a certain amount of money that used to be a lot of money in the past. I mean, mm, <laughs> you're that's true. based on the people that you used to be around with, the way that they used to talk about money, you know, it could be five grand is a lot of money, you know, and mm -hmm. you can't afford that. And that is just too much. But then you get to the next position or you get By to... By the way, for the US listeners, we're talking about five grand South African, not US. <laughs> well, <laughs> we just way, need to clarify way, right? that. <laughs> five grand, yeah, that's uh, it's about 500 dollars but anyways well actually less than that but anyways right so um all of a sudden that amount does not sound as much to you mm. as it used to because now you'd come to you're in this just be picture going to uh, a friend's party and he says yeah you know what actually we're not hosting it at my place we're hosting it at you know one of my other friends friends places right so you rock up at this massive house party and it's in this mansion of a place um, there's at least one sports car, two sports cars in the driveway. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, okay, like I'm you're obsessed with like mm, this house mm. and how everything looks and how rich these people are, right? Fast forward three weeks later, now you've become friends with that person and you, and you start sharing stories about, yeah, you know what, like this month, uh, I just had to buy two new tires for my car. It cost me this much. And you're, all of a sudden you realize the subtle hints drop that, you know, he doesn't really necessarily see that as a lot of money. He's yeah, like, oh, okay, exactly. but just why don't you just go buy two, go buy four new tires? And you're like, you don't understand. I saved up so much money to buy those two tires, and now I'm going to be eating noodles for the rest of the <laughs> for the rest of the month, right? So, and that's the funny thing, right? Because 
Fast forward three or four or six months and all of a sudden you start adopting that sort of same mentality or mindset when it comes to finances and that's just using my example, right? Yeah. Where all of a sudden five grand is nothing to you, okay? Uh, or not at least when you're in his presence, right? You know that in his presence, you don't talk about five grand being a lot of money. You talk about that being like, oh yeah, five grand, whatever, you know? So, uh, and you start hearing about the stories that he tells you about the amount of money that he's spent or the, that he's lost in an investment or that he just spent on buying a brand new car for his girlfriend or for his mom or for his uh, you know, um, uh, wife or whatever the case is. So you start instantly, your mindset shifts around what a lot of money means. And that's the one beauty. And one thing that actually uh, you know, reminded me of that, Leon, is mentioning mm. Robert Kiyosaki's book. He actually mentions this explicitly in a couple of, uh, of his chapters within that book, where he says that you need to change your mindset around money and what a lot of money means to you, because the sooner you adapt to that, the sooner you'll start you're setting higher goals for yourself, because there's an infinite amount of money. But not to make it all about finances, but that's the exact same thing that goes for personal goals or anything else that you want to achieve in life as well. And that's the beauty the core of this, you are the average of the five people that you hang around with because purely your sense of normalcy and your sense of you know, hitting the ceiling or what your limits uh, would be in life normally just get pushed way beyond your wildest imagination because now you start dealing with people who are making big bank you know you're mm. dealing with people who are spending a lot of money so very very interesting absolutely Leon, i fully agree with you now one of the things that i want to bring up as well is when we're talking about surrounding yourself with the right people i feel that it's extremely important to be open uh, to learn new things. A lot of people I feel, and we've we've scraped the surface on this on one of our previous episodes where I said specifically, and I'll, I'll never forget that um, because it's something that I strongly believe in that I've actually you know, experienced multiple times where people hold on to their knowledge. And I, mm, I, I yeah. really, really despise people like that. But on the other end of the spectrum as well, on the flip side of the coin, you do get people who are so caught up in their own ways that they're not open to learn from others. And I feel that that absolutely is a, a key factor of it. Mm. Not saying that let's just surround ourselves with the right people, but let's also be willing and open to learn new things. Very, very interesting. I think that's also a very good point. Um, I mean, this whole concept comes down to when you're born. I mean, how do you think babies learn anything? You know, they're pretty much surrounded mm. by you as their image. Um, and <laughs> they start mimicking, right? That's pretty much what you do as a baby. You look at oh, how absolutely. someone says words and you start forming words exactly purely by mimicking the people that you surround yourself with. There's absolutely no other stimuli um yeah apart from youtube maybe for my kids but anyways we'll talk about that on another show <laughs> i think youtube have actually taught my kids more than i've ever uh, taught them so in my house it's actually a good influence that is well controlled but anyways um yeah so it it purely comes down to you know those that you look not necessarily up to but those that you spend the time with is the guys that you're going to start uh, mimicking in a sense and again this completely happens subconsciously and it's just a mechanism that we use in order to cope with life at the end of the day um as martin just mentioned you you also need to if you are keen on self-improvement and i mean i'm pretty sure if you're listening to the show that you are 
you wouldn't be listening to this if you are just the normal average Joe like we claim to be. You are actually looking for inspiration and ways to improve yourself. Now, the person that actually quoted this and became famous for the quote is called Jim Rohn. So Jim Rohn is an entrepreneur, author, and motivational speaker that famously quoted, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So just to obviously give him credit for that quote as well, which is, which is again, a lot of why we are having this discussion. So he obviously started this, and the point that he came from is, again, uh, the same that we're trying to say, that if you don't spend your time with good influence and strong financial people, strong relationship people, strong spiritual people, strong physical people. And yes, you can't, you can find all of those in one person. That's absolutely possible. It doesn't mean that you need one for each. You could find all of that in your dad um, or something like that. But if you don't do that and you don't um, spend time with the right people, you won't be able to gain continuous type of personal improvement that you're looking for. And you could actually end up, and again, a lot of people, I hate to say this, but a lot of people sit with wasted energy and wasted talents. And they would have probably been able to get someone to kick them in the nuts and say, listen, you've got this amazing uh, voice or you've got this amazing talent with guitar, Marni. Um, or, <laughs> you know, you've got these uh, amazing capability with mathematics. Why didn't you ever go into logical programming or something like that? And it might just take a person that you look up to, that's a peer, but you, you value their opinion to drive you towards something that you actually didn't See, what also happens is when you live with a, with a skill or let's call it a talent, so it's more than a skill because you can't just teach a talent. Um, when you sit with a talent of sorts, you eventually get so used to that talent that life goes by and you start taking it as, as ugh, I don't really see it anymore. Until you find someone that's new and fresh that you actually value a, an opinion from and they re-invoke that flame and rekindle that flame and say, listen, but you're actually very good at guitar playing or singing or logical or analytical skills or what, whatever or, you know, whatever the case might be. Why don't you pursue that? You will probably take that more seriously than trying to do that yourself, grinding it out every morning or something like that. When you've got the people backing you that's actually forming part of your inner circle, that's when you will actually take it seriously because if they see it, it means everyone will be able to see it. So once again, and this is about the whole point of surrounding yourself with good people is to improve your personal self to continuously improve yourself. Yeah, Leon, you're absolutely right in saying that. And it actually reminds me of something that I heard recently from a talk that Oprah Winfrey gave. And, you know, she explained it in such a great way. The fact that you sometimes in a lot of cases in life, and I think we've all been there, you're surrounded by people who you know, look down on you and people who uh, don't celebrate any of your accomplishments or anything purely because you know, that, that sometimes it might appear on the surface that it's coming from like a jealousy sort of point of view, that they're jealous because perhaps they uh, try to achieve the same thing in their own personal capacity, but they never really got it to the level or accomplished it to the level that you've just accomplished it. 
in. So you always find those people who talk behind your back and those people who you can just feel you are not happy with whatever you've just achieved in your life, right? And it's absolutely crucial to obviously, I think it goes without saying, to try and identify those people as soon as possible, to stay away from them. But what you're talking about as well is to surround yourself with people who can actually build you up, people who can actually you know, celebrate those strengths, celebrate those those uh, experiences and celebrate those wins that you have in your own life as well and to help you get there quicker. And that's sort of what we're you know, trying to encompass in this entire discussion here is saying that don't necessarily only focus on cutting out the bad people because I think we all are quite aware that we should be doing that. In a lot of cases, it's a lot easier said than done. Done because those people are very close to home. Maybe they're friends. Maybe they're uh, your long-standing friends that have come from decades of, of friendships, or perhaps they're in your family or your immediate uh, friend group or immediate family circles. So it's very difficult to cut out that. You know, and a lot of people will refer to it as cancer. Cut out the cancer. Cut out the negativity in your life. Cut out the people who don't celebrate your strengths, who don't try and push you to be better every single day. But also, I think a very, very big part of that is focusing really on the people who can build you up, the people who can motivate you, the people who want to see you succeed. That's as simple as that. Really surround yourself with the people who want to see you succeed as well. Now, I think you've mentioned a couple of studies or that one specific study, but there's been so many different studies that's actually been done on this topic as well for people to actually really prove that you know, as uh, homo sapiens, we are quite intelligent beings. However, we still fall victim to influence of those uh, you know, in our surroundings as well. I think there was a specific study that I came across at some point in my life as well where they put a bunch of uh, monkeys in the same environment and they gave them the exact same puzzle to solve. Now, one managed to solve it uh, quite easily and simply and they rewarded him positively with a biscuit or with a treat or whatever the case is. And the next one instantly started uh, you know, mimicking part of that equation of solving that problem as the the first monkey was actually trying to solve it once more so it's funny but you know we're exactly the same way in that sense. You mentioned it earlier as well. You know, you you mimic the people around you. You mimic those people who accomplish certain things and you try and do the same things or follow the same steps to actually accomplish those same things. So absolutely, I think it goes without saying that you're know, surrounding yourself with successful people, people who do things uh, that you want to do, people who accomplish things or have accomplished things that you want to accomplish in your life as well, will have such a massive impact on your life. And this goes not just for positivity and positive mindsets and all that. It really takes it all the way to above and beyond you know, what we see in our personal lives, in our spiritual lives and all that, but also taking it to the point that what do you want to learn, right? If I want to learn how to become a real estate investor, as a simple example, the quickest and simplest way for me, and I know this, but I still need to, I'm yet to you know, take it to the next level. If I want to become a real estate investor, I want to become a successful real estate investor or an angel investor or whatever my goals and aspirations are. The best thing for me to do is surround myself with like-minded people. 
like-minded people who, who can actually help me you know, succeed, who want to see me succeed, not for their own benefit or their own gain, but simply because that's in their personality, it's in you know, their person, who they are as a human being to see others succeed, to help others who are like-minded individuals as well. So brings me back to the one point that I mentioned earlier on as well. And I want to just highlight that once again, you know, it's surround yourself once again with people who are like-minded, but also, you know, be open-minded, be willing and be open to learn because it's not always a bad thing. I know, to trust me, coming from a non-conformist, <laughs> I pride myself in the fact of being a non-conformist in a lot of ways in my life, but in a lot of aspects, I always try and change that as well because in some ways, you need to adapt. You need to learn from those who have already accomplished those goals, who have already succeeded in those specific fields. Well, Marnie, just to clarify something, I mean, you, you claim to be a non-conformist, but you drive a white car, man. <laughs> yeah, that's for insurance purposes. Or anyone who works in insurance can tell you that you know, driving a white car is the more feasible, <laughs> feasible way. Anyways, yeah. So you actually touched on something there that reminded me not to miss this one specific part of the talk. And this is actually, I think, probably one of the most important parts of the talk. So when it comes back to the bad influences, so I mean, I mean, we did say that we want to go into good influence, but just to kind of bring it back full, full circle, there's two types of groups that I've identified. So maybe there's more if you go and study this further, but the two types of groups that I've seen that I see as bad influences are firstly the people that are blatantly bad. So maybe they've got a bad habit, maybe they've got um, you know, drug addiction, maybe they are involved in criminal activity, <laughs> you know, these are extreme examples, but you know what I mean. Maybe they um, don't have the same values as you, they don't share the same, you know that they're not good for you, right? It's very obvious. And when you re release of them, it's immediately like a weight off your shoulders. But then there's the worst kind. And these are the type of people that I've had the displeasure of having in my life at certain stages and periods due to certain circumstances and changes in careers of either me, the wife or someone else that actually pretends to admire you and um, you tend to think that they're doing quite well, but then in the back of their head, they actually inadvertently jealous and they would actually try and sabotage your success more than actually build you up. You just mentioned something extremely important and profound that the people that you do surround yourself with, whether they're on the same success level as you, but driving and aspiring to be better or whether they're more successful and can hopefully pull you up, they don't have any jealousy or feeling of I have to be better than you. You get so many groups of people and I've seen this, especially, and this is, again, I don't want to generalize, but I have noticed it more amongst the younger female groups where they don't really want to see others succeed further and faster than they do. It's not necessarily mm -hmm. that they wish you displeasure or they put a spell on your life or doom you or something like that, mm -hmm. but they just... Un, almost uncontrollably jealous and they don't want to actually bring you up and make or help you succeed and it, it comes back to your mentioning earlier of people that want to keep information to themselves and want to keep stuff that can build you up to themselves so that they can you know get there faster and further than you can yeah. that yeah. is the worst 
type of person to to surround yourself with are people that want to sabotage your success um and they do it completely intentionally i promise you don't think for a second that they do that unintentionally i can promise you if you had a social excursion with someone that is in that kind of mindset and you rock up with a new gucci jean or something like that that night on the way home that person's already talking to his partner about about yeah did you see the new guest gene and they must be doing well and the jealousy is there it's like you can touch it that is the worst thing if you've got those kind of people you have to have the emotional intelligence to identify it very very quickly i had to learn that again sometimes the hard way because a lot of these people are good fun so they might be a really good person to be around if you go partying. A lot of these people are super successful, but they don't want to share that success. Like a lot of um, um, people that maybe got there easy. And again, there are people that just kind of have it easier than others. Maybe they got um, an inheritance that helped them to build a business much faster, but they don't want to see other people chase that same kind of success. Identify that super quick, get rid of them. They're going to be cancer and they'll never ever let you come to the same level or surpass you ever. So the people that you want yeah. to surround yourself with are typically people that are 100% on your side, you're on their side, whether they get success, whether you get success, whether they get a better car or a bigger house or a bigger salary, you're in it for each other and you want everyone to succeed and you literally love yeah, one it's, another. I mean, it's, it's, those, it's those people who you go to and you tell them a story of something that has happened in your life that's absolutely good and 100% they're behind you. You don't feel that they hold back or that they're going to be the person that's going to talk behind your back. So yeah, absolutely. Mm. You're so right, Leon. Absolutely love it. Leon, I think we've gotten to the point of the show where we have to leave the audience here with some tips, some mm. real life mm. tips mm. as mm. we usually do. And I think that there's just one or two things that maybe three things that we that I want to leave with you from my side. And then I'll hand the mic over to you to, to wrap up, Leon. So I think just to summarize, absolutely, people can have a positive, people can have a negative influence in your life. I think it goes without saying, once again, identify the bad people in your life, identify the people who don't contribute, who don't celebrate your strengths, who don't celebrate your accomplishments, and you know, really just stick to those people who do, stick to those people who want to see you win. That's the summary. A thought that I want to leave with you in the real life tips section of our show today is, I uh, recently came across a video uh, it was a, a quick, you know, behind the scenes of a, maybe a show or something that Gary Vee did. And there was this kid that came up to him and it really, this really just punched me straight in the gut. Hey, it really, really hit me right in the feels. And this kid came to Gary Vee and he said to him, look, man, I'm 14 years old. I'm, I'm sitting in a really, really bad negative situation where I'm surrounded by negativity, so much negativity on an ongoing basis. I'm 14. I can't get out of those situations. What do I do? And the best mm. advice that Gary V gave to him, and it was really, really emotional. I'll try and find the video. When you have negativity around you, you need positivity inside you. Mm. So consume mm. more positivity. 
And I'm paraphrasing his quotes here, but it really, really comes down to that. If you cannot change the people that you hang around with, if you cannot change the circumstances that you're sitting in, maybe you're sitting in a job that pays you okay and you, 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 you're fearful of going out of that job opportunity now with the pandemic that we're currently in, um, you consume more positivity. You're yeah, on the right track. Yeah. I mean, you've discovered the Real Life Tips podcast. Uh, what better way to start with, uh, with <laughs> m- motivational or inspirational Couldn't content than, than right here? I mean, that's one of our main goals, the reason that we have the show. The second thing I want to leave you with here is you, know, you can learn from your own mistakes, 100%. Anybody can learn from their own mistakes but you learn so much faster from someone else's mistakes, mm, all right? Mm. So by surrounding yourself with people, like-minded people who have gone through what you want to go through, who have succeeded in what you want to succeed in and learning from their mistakes can absolutely you know, put mm, you five or six years ahead of achieving those goals. That's it from myself. Uh, Leon, any any other Yo, uh, no, tips that, from your that, side? Those are some really good tips. I think this week you've got the tip crown. Um, so for me, there's basically just two things. You, you touched on the one. So every now and again, you're going to be presented with scenarios where there are people that you can't just cut loose um, and you have to kind of drag them around, whether that might be because of a family reason or otherwise. For those types, as as you just mentioned, you said it was Gary V, I think. Um, have positivity inside you so maybe instill mentorship or positivity onto that person and rather than trying to um, gain anything from them pull them up to your level yeah, I love and, that. and try and see if you can inspire them to come to your level so that they can be better um, because maybe mm. there's something that you could change in order to then eventually have them as a, you know, a decent part of your inner circle. The second thing, and you know, it's difficult to say, look up to people that earn good money or look up to people that's got the best life or, or something like that. The easiest way to, to summarize this is admiration. Look at people that you admire. So whether yeah. that is because of their spiritual orientation or the amount of money in the bank or the car they have or their attitude towards life or the way that they have done nonprofit organizational stuff to better the world, whatever the thing is that admires you about them is the very same thing that's going to be attracting you in order to expose yourself to those things so that you can learn off of that and instill those same things in yourself. So that will obviously infect you with the behaviors and attitudes that help them to achieve that kind of success, which will then again make it a lot more likely that you will also realize that same results in your life. So those are pretty much my two tips. So yeah, I think we did very, very well on the tips. Um, I actually need to practice what I preach myself. I mean, I'm not I'm not easy on letting people go. I I tend to lean towards the side of trying to always help before just letting go. And I, I understand that it's really difficult sometimes to let go of bad people. Um, you know, and I, I'm not saying bad people. I mean, there's probably no bad people. There's just bad circumstance for those people, bad decisions. But um, it really won't serve you in the long run to keep those around. So yeah, that's pretty much it from my side. I think that is just so powerful, Leon. I, I love that. Uh, it's so profound. I, I fully agree with that because you know, in, in so many cases, you know, people are tied up in those situations. Perhaps as a, as a, as a separate point of you know, just cutting those people loose, 
spend less time with them. <laughs> Start by mm. limiting your time or limiting your exposure. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're so excited to have had you on this show for another great episode of uh, the Real Life Tips podcast. And we're so stoked to see you guys again here next week. Once again, as always, if you've enjoyed the content, if you found it motivational or inspirational, or if maybe you've just come across someone that you feel that can hear this message or that should hear this message, go ahead, share it with them. Share share that knowledge, share this experience with them. Um, if you have any other personal stories, uh, again, you reach out to us. Let us know. There's a comment section on all of our uh, social media platforms. You know, go have a look at Facebook. Have a look at our YouTube videos. We also release this content on YouTube. So go leave a comment. Let us know. Uh, alternatively, get a hold of us on email and we can 100% see if we can cover that topic or add your story into this. So yeah, that is it from myself, Mono. Your boy, Lian. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys again next time. Cheers. Cheers, bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We really hope that you have found inspiration or motivation from our content this far. If you want to get access to sneak previews to our upcoming shows on a weekly basis, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Facebook page where we also share our blog posts and other great content from time to time. So head over to our Facebook and YouTube channels and feel free to share it with your friends so that they can also join you on the journey to success. Until next time, guys, cheers.